0: hey everybody welcome to the totally killer wait i'm sorry the bloody awesome movie podcast talking spoilers about totally killer i'm john burke from burke and with me from across the pond is matt hudson from what i watched tonight.co.uk matt how you doing sir
1: i'm doing very well it is a totally killer movie podcast but nothing is more bloody awesome than we are maybe this film is who knows john
0: exactly maybe we should make a horror film called bloody awesome uh it's Patent <laughs> pending. No anyone this is our idea. There's publication dates on this podcast. Um <laughs> in the meantime though, uh spoiler warning, folks. If you haven't listened to our non-spoiler review of Totally Killer, it's pretty long. It's like 30 minutes. Go listen to that episode. And then watch the movie on Amazon Prime if you want to. This is Prime does not sponsor us at all. Uh we're open to the idea, but currently not. Um, but we're about to talk all the details, most likely of the third act, because I think Matt has some issues with it. Uh, of totally killer so you've been warned get ready here we go so matt one of the things that i really liked was that her name is jamie right yes and at the end julie bowen's character her mom calls her uh, colette because they had another child who is what 13 years or something older than her yes Uh, uh, named jamie The they named their first kid which matt you, I mentioned on the other, the spoiler-free episode how big of a Back to the Future fan I am. Uh, at the end of Back to the Future, Marty says, Marty. if you ever have a kid who burns the rug, go easy on him. And then his mother says to her, his father, what will, will be, Marty, what an interesting name. We, You know, the implication, we're going to name our kid Marty. Now, the problem is, Marty is the third child. So they had two kids that they opted to not use the name Marty for, (laughs) but then Marty. So realistically, at the end of Back to the Future 1, when he wakes up and he's back in 1985 and things are better, the world is a better place now, his brother Greg should be named Marty, and he, he should be Greg, and it's not. And this movie, to me, that little change is a nod to that kind of dumb plot point in back to the future it's like no you wouldn't wait till your third kid to name them marty unless there's an explanation for greg that we just don't get maybe like greg was the the guy who actually did the ceremony you know but from our perspective the name change would have been a funny little touch because it would have been one of those changes that marty didn't mean to make um or it could have even been Calvin if his brother had now was Calvin because that's what they called him for the first chunk of the movie because it's underwear. But so I I really appreciated <laughs> that's such a specific joke to Back yeah. to the Future that yeah. like for me I was like ah oh, I love it
1: yeah and the film dealt in many 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 Back to the Future references it's almost ubiquitous now if you're doing a time travel film Back to the Future yeah. is either going to be referenced directly uh-huh. name checked or the scenes are going to be played out now. I mentioned before that some of the time travel logic, if you want to call it that, it feels a bit hand wavy at times. It's like, you know, things happen just because they happen. Whatever. We, we went into that as in it. Basically you can do time travel however you want in the end of the day. And it's not real. Do what you want of it. Um, but yeah, that was, that was very cool. Cause one of the, uh, one of the questions posited was the, the obvious. If you change something now, won't it amend the future? Nah, I'd be fine. Then of course, at the end there, we find out that she, she, she is, she has a new name. She's living in an alternate universe, but it turns out—sorry, in alternate timeline—but it turns out this one's not too bad. It reminded me of that Simpsons uh, Halloween special where Homer keeps going back in time until he um, different timelines until he finds one. Which like, they eat with their they they eat with their tongues, but fine, <laughs> this will do. Um, so I did appreciate that, and um, I guess it's probably we should probably talk about the the reveal as well because we said like probably like most people, this film. Relies heavily on Back to the Future. It leans heavily on Scream and so many other horror classics and eighties pop culture classics as well. And there is a whodunit aspect of this film throughout, and it is um, it's compelling enough. I do enjoy a murder whodunit when there's someone going around in a mask, and the explicit goal is to find out who did it. Like with Michael Myers in Halloween, I never the goal for me never was really like who is the guy behind the mask necessarily. It's just that. There is a shape, he's evil, he's doing bad things, that is him, he's absolute. Whereas these films like Scream, they want actively want you to guess what's going on. And, and I time. enjoyed it. And I was I don't know about you, Joan, I was I was pretty satisfied with who they yeah. both ended up being. it was two.
0: Which there wasn't two, and I just put that together. That's also a scream reference, obviously. Yes. Um because I'd there wasn't two more. Yeah, yeah, uh the one's from the future who like the podcast uh, an- another podcast movie though. Their podcast and, yeah. and storytelling are becoming a little bit too too <laughs> regular in films. Um because he also what uh what was the there was something else with podcast. Uh oh, oh, Halloween, Halloween. 2018. Duh. Yeah. yeah, um yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and obviously yeah. Only Murders in the Building. I mean, it's it's more and, more and more and more becoming a thing, but yeah, um I uh I liked I, I liked it. Um you know there there's a lot of red herrings and uh I, at one point i did think it was going to be her her dad um yes uh you know and, Monroe. yeah um who, who scary movie obviously and also i remember <laughs> yeah. from dead man on campus which was a movie that i liked way too much uh Freddy
1: versus jason
0: oh yeah I, I i barely remember that movie yeah. i was <laughs> i was so hyped for that movie too and then i was like this is bad <laughs> it's,
1: it's fine yeah
0: <laughs> uh but yeah um i i thought the reveal worked um uh, It was like he, the, the podcaster was predictable. Like I kind of like, it felt, you know, like, Oh yeah, of course uh, it's him. But also they did a good job of like throwing you off his scent because he's helping everyone. Um, And then, uh, but the guy in the the past, I was a little surprised. It was him. Yeah. Even though like he shows up at the party and you're kind of like, yeah, it makes sense that it's him. Um, He wasn't the one I was the most expecting to be the guy, (laughs) you know, but I believed it at the same time yeah
1: no and when um chris who is the true crime podcast host well i think it's his dad who's who is broadcasting live on the scene at the end of the film just gets yeah. stabbed in the head i was like oh, yeah. that's badass that's that's very very funny like just keep because they need that signal because they've tapped into the wi-fi there's there's the connectivity there's the only way that uh jamie can get back to the future. Oh, wow, I've said it. So, anyway, she can get back to the future is if they have that live connection. Keep <laughs> recording. Very funny. I said not all of the jokes worked for me. Like some of the some of the um, uh, what's that? Were generational gags were a little bit thin, and and some of the just the uh, ongoing jokes, like this one guy just keeps grabbing his crotch the whole time. It's funny the first few times. But, eh, you know, fine, stop it. Um, but the reason on. why
0: that's so funny to me is that guy is the principal
1: yeah he becomes yeah so it's like it's
0: funny that he's that guy um because it's like oh man he's because it is that's a joke in and of itself right like the people that are now like the most you know like together and like how what were they like in high school yeah and it's funny when you have that weird juxtaposition um and especially because the first time we meet him he's very much like oh how could you act like that to somebody else does something like rude yes and then you see him and he's like rude all the time.
1: He's um, his crotch and being disrespectful to everyone.
0: Yeah. And you know, uh, the, he drives drunk. He drives better when he's drunk. It's like, I can guarantee you don't like, <laughs> like, yeah,
1: it's, the, it's lines like that. Like when they throw in, I, I find sometimes certainly in horror comedy, some of the gags I find are just those one liners that are thrown in like that one. Mm-hmm. Like a better one. It's just there. It's a thrown, it don't make too much of a big deal about it. Um, and, and and don't get me wrong, I think there was plenty of gags in this film which did work, and uh, like the ones you mentioned on our non-spoiler of just like the totally lax attitudes towards security. You know oh, what yeah. room is? You know going into the school. What, what 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 room is John Burke in now? Oh, he's in he's in down the hall to the right, room thirty four. This is the this is the class. This is the teacher, and she's like, really? You're just going to give me that information? And the, the way the receptionist just looks at her. Just, yes. just get out just well, she I said look.
0: something about security and she's like what do you think this is fort knox and it's like well yeah. now yes, yes uh 100 the so school like this that kid that, went yeah. to
1: you know th- th- those kind of fun i love those throwbacks i thought they were very cool um and so i thought the soundtrack was was pretty damn killer as well i really liked that what did you think about the kills then, JB? because let's not forget this is also a horror film it's a comedy horror film but um what do you think about the kills there was a good uh, scene probably- in a cabin in the woods which i enjoyed
0: i thought they were all pretty brutal um like the stabbings are violent um like the julie bowen opening sequence the Mm -hmm. the cold open that is essentially the drew barrymore um sequence uh even because she gets a text even though she doesn't know that's the killer she gets a text from the killer um so there is that kind of phone interaction that she's hiding from her husband uh which is a red herring in and of itself, but like that sequence I thought was pretty brutal. And yet it also like, we already knew why she was a friend of the, the, the three murdered girls from 30 years ago or whatever it was. Um, so like we know why she's able to defend herself, why she's kind of been preparing for this. Um, has that Jamie Lee Curtis from 2018, right? Like where she's this traumatized, yep. uh, former survivor. She's the, the last, um, you know, uh, wow. What's the term for this legacy? sequel? Cool? no in horror films when the 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 one girl survives what is the, oh, the final go final go oh yeah. my god my god oh, a million my brain miles is, away there the final i girl. i my brain has been like in a severe fog like the last three days i you need, need to, to eat yeah something but um yeah the she's clearly like the final girl but like years later and then um we see like you know there's the way everything sets up i i i thought the horror elements worked um and again like you said i thought the mask was really kind of cool it even has like a johnny bravo kind of vibe yeah um, <laughs> johnny bravo I yes uh i just i i thought it worked i like the mask better than the happy death day mask uh, the baby face was more it was creepier i think but this one's like because the eyes man that you can't see eyeballs in it is really like unsettling
1: this one has more longevity for me i think the more i saw it in the film it didn't yeah. necessarily lose its impact. Whereas the baby face one, uh, and that's obviously the nature of happy death days. So you just constantly see it because of the time loop, um, story, but aspect of it. But I did prefer this mask. And yeah, some of the kills were pretty well. The opening, they really go for it. The cabin in the woods scene where the, 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 the mask killer is just throwing people around, just stabbing people and, um, getting, getting a few kicks in himself as well. It's uh licks in from yourself. It's, I think it's very well done though the film does lean far more towards comedy and a Mm -hmm. and a light-hearted tone so again just to ape the fact that we made that if you're going and expecting a an 80s slasher film you will be disappointed because this ain't that but it is a it's a very it's a very fun throwback to those 80s slasher films but it is more comedy for me
0: which i think the 80s slasher films though for a lot now when we look back at them we look at them with a fun reverence it they're like especially yeah
1: yeah yeah. they're not self-serious films um right this is but this is more self-aware but deliberately far more self-aware than those films because that's i
0: think it's it's that commentary it's that meta layer of it because they are as a fan of those films they're bringing that that atmosphere to like the next level which is we're no longer trying because like i think you could watch Friday the 13th, like two, three, four. And they're trying to be quote unquote serious, but you're also, you're watching them for the kills. You're not watching yeah. them for the story. Mm. And this is kind of like the meta commentary on It's like, they're commenting on those kills. Like it's this process of it. And, um, not in like a, you know, super academic way, but it's there. And then, um, Oh, I had something else, but now it's gone. Classic. Yeah. Uh, it, very, uh, I, I think it's a very fun movie. Definitely worth checking out. I do wish it would have got a theatrical run because I do think it's this is the type of movie we need in theaters. Happy Death Day did really well, and this would have done I think equally as well.
1: Yeah, Keenan Shipka is really very good as, in leading this, and I think it would have yeah. played really well in October to a crowd of uh, of people who really lap this up. But it's on Amazon as well. so on Prime Video. Bring your buddies round. Get your partner. Get your girlfriend. Your date. Your boyfriend get a pizza in, get some beers or soft drinks in and you have fun with it. Get a popcorn. And it's it's that kind of film. You're going to have a good time. You're not going to lose any sleep over it, but you will have a good, a few good laughs about it though. Uh, So yeah, uh, I, I, I enjoyed it. I think you enjoyed it uh, a bit more than I did though.
0: Yep. Well folks, that's our spoiler episode. We'll be back next week to talk about killers of the flower moon. We'll probably do a spoiler episode for that. Although that movie is a little long, so I don't know, uh, Uh, it might be a lot to uh, to cover but um you can follow us on social media right now though and let us know what you thought of totally killer especially if you haven't seen it yet and you've already listened to the spoiler episode shame 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 on you but nevertheless <laughs> on instagram we're at bloody awesome movie podcast uh, no just movie pod the word cast came out of my mouth instinctively bloody awesome movie pod matt where are we on twitter
1: we are at BAMP underscore podcast, B A M P underscore podcast.
0: Let's see, that's where that came from. And then on yeah, Facebook, yeah. you can search Bloody Awesome Movie Podcast. Uh, you can follow us individually. I'm at burkerviews.com and at burkerviews on all that social media content. Matt, where can they find you? You can find me whatiwatchtonight.co.uk
1: and just search what I watch tonight across all of the socials, including Letterboxd.
0: And we always say, if you like what we're doing here at the Bloody Awesome Movie Podcast, that you take a minute and give us that five-star rating on whatever podcast catcher you use to listen to the show, because it helps other people find us. And with that, we encourage you to keep watching movies.
1: And stay bloody awesome. Blah, 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 bloody. Blah, 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 bloody. Blah, blah, blah,
0: bloody. Blah,
1: blah, 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 bloody.